Robertson have escaped from the lair of the Canton River Park. After a desperate battle with the Chinese buccaneers, the two boys and their friends made a daring sortie and escaped in their amphibians. Leaving the American missionary, Johnson, Simoy, the ex-pirate chief, and their families at Hong Kong, the two pirates, accompanied by Jerome Durock, French Racing Ace, and the botanic, Flash Lewis, and Spanish Cheapside, continue their flight to Shanghai. It is now the following day that we find Jimmy and his great pal Speed on the airport. How do you feel now, Steve? Ah, much better, kid. That good night's sleep I had made me feel like a new man. Oh, boy, I sure did some and fancy sleeping myself. Oh, gee, Steve. So wonderful to wake up and know that we weren't in that pirate shack. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looked tough for us there for a while. That was a great getaway you made with our ship, Jim. And I was just lucky, that's all. We must have had the good Lord on our side. Yeah, there's a lot to that, all right. We pulled us out of more than one particular situation. Believe me, we have a lot to be thankful for. Indeed we have. Hey, what's the dope on our ship? You mean this new transport the boys are getting ready for the race? Yeah. Gosh, I haven't heard anything but dope on the race since I got out of the field this morning. Everyone seems to be worked up about it all right. When we arrived in Hong Kong late yesterday, it was announced over the radio that we'd return to some Canton. Yes, Barbara said it's been announced over the radio. Well, General King, well, you remember him. Yes. Well, he happened to be listening and heard the announcement. When I got back to the hotel last night, I found a message waiting for him. Oh, is he here in Shanghai? Yes, he's visiting here with a friend of his. A wealthy Chinese exporter. But what did he have to tell you about the race? The thing is well known in China. has many friends tie up in the national government. And in fact, since that victory over Wong, he's considered one of the ablest of the younger general officers. And he can thank you for beating Wong, too. Well, I'll tell you, kid. Without meaning to hand ourselves any bouquets, we did turn the side of victory in King's favor. And he knows it. Why, there's no doubt about it. Well, not only that, he hasn't forgotten what we did for him. Oh, but gosh, Pete. Tell me what he said about the race. All right. I called him and he told me that if we expect to keep national airways in China, we've got to win this race. Oh, my dear, eh? We already know that. Well, we suspected it, yes. But coming from a man who is so close to the government, it's a special significance. Why did he say that? What news did he have that made him... Well, there's the rub. He wouldn't tell me the source of his information or what the situation was. But he warned me, Jim. He said there are some powerful forces acting against us. King and some other government officials are all for it. They want to see National Airways stay in China. 
But he said that if we don't win the race, this powerful group, which is trying to run out of China, will have a good excuse to get rid of us. I suppose he meant that if some other ship wins, it'll make us look bad. That's it. All the airlines over here will be equipped by the factory whose entry wins that race. And that'll be the first step toward easing us right out of the picture. That was the common substance of our whole conversation. Well, as I said a minute ago, that isn't any news to us. True enough. But at least it did this. It removed the last bit of doubt from my mind. Oh, Chuck, I'm not worried. If our ship has the stuff, we'll win the race. Well, don't be too sure, kid. We've been in races before. We've seen a lot of sneaking and dirty tricks pulled on us. But this time, we're not going to be caught napping. Yep, that's right. And we can't say that we weren't warned. But this time, we're playing for big stakes, kid. Tremendous stakes. The jewel trophy and small cash prize that go to the winning crew is nothing compared to the fortune that will go to the winning manufacturer. Kid, the grand prize in this race means complete domination of airline transportation in the Far East. A prize worth millions of dollars. Oh, boy, that is a prize. Because than I realize. Compared to what we're fighting for in this race, our other prizes have been like one drop of rain in a pool of water. Well, that sure is something to think about. Oh, I'm not worried about the outcome. I don't think I'm getting a case of starting line jitters. Starting line jitters? Hey, that's a new one on me. Well, what do you mean? Oh, that's an old air race expression. Haven't you seen pilots at the start of a big race? They're so nervous they're shaking like a scarecrow in a game of wind. Why, George, I have seen pilots like that. Well, sure you have. They're just so nervous they can't even light a cigarette. But I've noticed that once they get up in the air, they're all right. Oh, sure. The minute they open up that engine and feel the powerful surge of the ship, the feeling leaves them. I've never seen you that way, Speed. Oh, well, maybe I'm not a nervous gentleman. I'm not worried about the outcome. If it's a fair and square race, we can fly the course. And we've got an airplane, we'll stack up with any of them. You mean we've got to be on the lookout for some cookwork. Is that it? You bet we have. And the first thing we're going to do is keep a guard on our ship from the minute we cross the starting line until we get back here. That's a good idea. Uh, who are you going to have guard the ship? Flash Lewis. You'll have to do the job. Because the rules of the race permit only a crew of three in each ship. Well, we couldn't get anyone any better. And another thing. We're going to have to keep our eyes and ears. Oh. All right. Hey, what's that ship? I'm sure. There's a new job I haven't seen before. Holy Moses, look at that car. What in the world is it anyway? Something. Jenny, look at that ship. Oh, what an airplane. It's the French entering the race. You see the French flag painted on the people lounge? You're right. Wow, can that thing go? The rock must be giving it a test. Whiz. Why, that's the fastest passport I've ever seen. Oh, boy, there's nothing slow about it. Well, son, that's our competition. Yeah, and that's just one of them. Remember, there's an English and a Russian job, too. They may be even faster than the rock ship. Oh, boy, after seeing that, I'm not so sure about winning this race. Hey, look, he swung around and is coming into land. Maybe we can get a close look at it. Oh, don't worry. We'll see plenty of that ship before we're through with this race. I don't mind looking at it from the ground. I hope I never see it go by me in the air. And I'll second that wish. Well, you know what the rock told us. That's right. He said he had the fastest transport in the world and was going to win this race. Hey, what do you think that job will do? Well, if she wasn't making over 300 when she went over the field, I'll eat her landing gear, tires and all. 300? Oh, boy, that's awful fast. Yes, and I'll bet the rock didn't have it wide open either. He's bringing it up here. Oh, gee, that's a pretty airplane now. Mighty nice looking job. Well, I guess there's no doubt but that he'll qualify. Well, let's see. That was the rock line. He's waiting at it. Very good on his face. Hi there. Hi, John. How do you like the color of that ship? A brilliant red. Gee, and look. There's the name of it painted along the side of the cabin. Yeah. 
Nawato Jafir. Well, it's a perfectly name. Well, what does it mean, Steve? Oh, let's see. I, I think it means firebird, or as the French would say, bird of fire. <laughs> you have to ask the rock. Well, let's go and ask him now. I'd like to go inside anyway. Oh, oh wait. Wait a minute, Jim. Look. Where? Well, what do you see? Right back of it. That's Chinaman over there. Right by the... That's the nice thing it is now. It's that Chinese cripple. Yep, it's Su Chi. Now, uh, let's get him. He's gotten us into plenty of trouble. You've got your life with him. Come on. I'm right with you. He doesn't see us yet. He's looking at the French ship. He can't get away now. Uh, this is a piece of luck I haven't looked for. Uh-oh. Carefully, he's looking our way. He's part of it. Quick, Jim. Call over the Chinese policeman. Right. Hey! Hey, you! Hey, come over here, quick! Hey, now, wait a minute. We want to see you. Stay right where you are. There, that's better. Let's take it easy now, Su Chi. You mean, honorable gentleman, you make talk to me? Yeah, we make plenty of talk to you. Hey, officer, officer, now come here. Put this man under arrest. That's exactly. Yes, sir. Humble China boy, do nothing here. Observe airplane, go up, down. This man, too. He's a pirate. That's right. Put him under arrest, officer. I notify Inspector Gordon of the settlement police. Director, come with me, can you? No, no, the humble China boy, I'm no one. These honorable gentlemen, friends. Oh, pay no attention to him, officer. Take him away. He's a member of a pirate gang, and he may be connected with the leopard men's tongue. Come, please. Come on. Yeah, that's the stuff. Take him away. I'll notify Inspector Gordon that you're holding him. Where do you suppose he came from? I'll be hanged if I know. But he's as evil looking fellow as I've run across since landing in China. But I wonder how he got up here. I don't know. Gordon will find out. He'll put him behind the bars so he can't cause us any more trouble. By George, that's right. That's a lucky break for us after General Ting's warning. Yeah. There's one man out of the way who might have done us some harm. He certainly has plenty of nerve to show up here where he knew he'd be seen. Yeah, that's what puzzles me, kid. Su Chi is certainly crooked, but he's not dumb. I can't figure why he'd come up here to the airport knowing we were looking for him. The ways of the Chinese are dubious and strange. Yeah, the longer I'm over here, the more I realize it. You know, I'd like to know for sure what connection Su Chi has with that pirate crew. Oh, there's no doubt that he sold us out to that gang of cutthroats. But now we'll... Hey, hey, Jim. Look down the line there. You see what's coming? Oh, boy, Steve. It's a ship, isn't it? Yeah. Flash is taxing it up here for us to look over. Oh, isn't she a beauty? Flash is Look at that windspread. Oh, Steve, Steve. That's a wonderful looking ship. Pretty smooth, huh, son? Smooth? Well, boy, it's, well, it's just wonderful. Yeah. Well, there she is. The American entry in the international race. The only ship flying the stars and stripes. Oh, boy, and a powerful job. Now look at that color. Look at the way it shines in the sunlight. It looks like solid gold. You like it, huh? Yes, sir. And there's old Floyd painted on the rudder. Oh, gosh, and look. There's your name. The Golden Dragon. The Golden Dragon. All right. Okay. Hold it, Flash. Hold it. We'll go out in a minute. Well, she's even bigger than the front ship. Say, Steve, I'm not worried anymore. Our job will make these other entries look like broken down crates. You think so, huh? Then she's all metal, kid. Every inch of it. The two 1,200-horsepower monsoon engines. It's the last word in air transportation. Clean as a whistle, too. Yeah, there isn't much to hold her back. The landing gear's attractable, you know. I can't get over how big she is. Don't forget, she carries a useful load of 10,000 pounds. Boy, oh, boy. Yes, sir. She'll carry five tons to the air at over 300 miles an hour. Air transportation is getting to be a big thing, Jim. And they can build airplanes like that. The Golden Dragon, our own ship. 
Come on, Speed. Let's take her up. Let's find out what she can do. Okay, kid. Let's go. We'll know in a few minutes whether the American ship has a chance in this race. Will the two boys be satisfied with their powerful entry in the great race? Join us in the next air adventure as they make the crucial flight test in the new ship. has come to you through the facilities of the World Broadcasting System.